This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Friday and a lovely one it is. It's the Laurie and Julia show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment, but the pinch hitters are in the ball game. It's Holly Roberts and Miss Shannon. Hello, hello. On this Hi. Friday. So we will entertain you uh, this afternoon. We will try. We will try, yes. Yes. Hey, hashtag positivity. Yes. Roberts, we're going to be very entertaining. We're going to entertain just like Gypsy Rose Lee. Right. <laughs> You. <laughs> exactly. Look, why we do we gotta go so old school? Not like even like old school, like two you, years ago. You, you throwback of throwback. You gotta take it back. I guess to vaudeville back yes. to the black and white days. Oh my goodness! <laughs> All right, so we've got a we've got a little bit of a uh, an issue. We've got to have a group therapy session starting off the show today. Okay. Oh, oh boy. Um, I know it's very my fault. serious. It's my it, fault. And it, it is Shannon's fault, but yeah. totally, completely and utterly. Shannon, now we have an issue that you need to work out. Because this normally, is a safe space. You know, I'm pretty I'm pretty adventurous. Um, yeah. but I am flying tomorrow. I have to get on a flight mm-hmm. to New Mexico. Mm-hmm. And it's stressing me out. Yeah. Because I don't want to catch the corona. Yeah. And I'm normally such a people person. I talk to strangers all the time. And mm-hmm. I think that is the best way. To catch the corona. <laughs> you know, I was already like, okay, I'm trying to do. And then my mom made it worse because my mom said, don't touch your face. You have allergies. And she knows that I touch my face constantly. And mom. so now she thinks I'm going to talk, touch strangers and then touch my face. What? Mom. <laughs> and, mom. And so. <laughs> this is not helping. <laughs> exactly. My mom is, she's glorious, but she is not helpful when it comes to my paranoia. She made it worse. She's like, well, take some Clorox wipes with you. And I don't even know if I can do that. Can I take a baggie? You can totally take that. should make it through yeah. TSA. So I take a whole canister. With no, no, no. I'm gonna yeah. just. I'm gonna take a few Clorox wipes in a Ziploc. You think you're I think, overreacting? I'm quite. Yes, I believe. I mm. absolutely okay. am overreacting. This is why we're having a group therapy session, Di, right. because we need to let Shannon know that everything is going to be okay. Because I shouldn't have been. You know what made me feel worse is that I was at the grocery store. I said, "Well, you should get different." Um, antibacterial hand sanitizer and the Purell and the extra stuff and it was all gone so now I feel like I extra <laughs> oh, I God. extra like everyone else has it and oh, I dear. can't and now I have to you get know, on a plate I think you're going to be fine I yeah really I do. hope so travel really wet wipes have a child travel wet wipes here's what you're going to do okay here is how we're going to solve Shannon's conundrum okay her okay. fear yes. of flying amidst this coronavirus correct you're going to channel a very well-known, very fabulous supermodel. Okay. Her name is Naomi Campbell. Yes. And maybe about a year ago, she issued a video with her 
pre-flight ritual that she does every single time she goes on an airplane. Okay, I'm ready. She brings her wet wipes. Yes. She's got her own stash. You can buy them. I mean, well, you can't really buy them, but the circuits are all gone. Right. If you have some wet wipes, I would also say check the travel size wet wipes. Mm-hmm. There might still be some there. She takes a wet wipe and she wet wipes the whole seat. <laughs> she takes down the tray. She wipes the tray. She wipes the seat. She wipes the thing for the seat belt and the buckling. She does all of this. Yeah, okay. She just completely wipes it down. And then you're going to have to think of a greeting, a salutation that doesn't involve touching other people. Fair enough. Which yes. is which will be easy. I don't know. I mean, you can do live long and prosper. <laughs> I like you can that do one. The well, old can't you Star just touch Trek. You got elbows. Yeah, but even okay. you know what? Somebody brought up a good point oh, hmm, about the elbow thing. <laughs> God bless. Is there a follicle issue? Like, is it dead skin <laughs> about transference? Can you do what shoes? Do tap shoes? <laughs> like kid and play? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do that. Well, so, I was okay with the elbow. Somebody brought up a good point with the elbow. It's hmm. that when you sneeze. You so sneeze into your you elbow. You sneeze these days. into your elbow oh, that's these true. days. That's what you're supposed to do. And yeah. so then you're sneezing into yeah. your elbow, and then you're doing the kid and play elbow thing, <laughs> and then it transfers yeah. mm, oh, elbow to elbow. I mean, this is just I things I read the, on the I, internet. Okay, I'm cool with either the kid. I'll either do the live long proster, or we'll even go a little a little sideways and do the nanu the the nanu nanu. I'm yeah. cool with one of those. Nanu because nobody would be surprised. They would just be like, "Oh, it's interesting that the lady just gave me the nanu nanu," <laughs> and, and and they won't even be insulted that I didn't touch them. I like that. That's a good distraction. You can even get musty Shannon and mm-hmm. do the peace and love like Ringo okay, Starr we'll does. Do peace and love. Peace yes. and love. Okay. Peace, uh, yes, that works. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Yeah, but sure. Shannon, Shannon hmm. is concerned about. Yes. What she's going to do without being able to hug people, to be interactive with people. Yeah, it was hard. I was at an event last night and all the other huggers that were huggy like me, I'm like, we should probably stop doing this, but it's too late now. We're already hugging. I think you're just getting a little paranoid. Very much so. (laughs) Well, I I concur. I concur. I will quote the uh, doctor who called last week, Mm -hmm. the doctor of infectious diseases, who is not a fan of all this panicky behavior. What were her words, Holly? Remember what she said to me? No. Calm down and wash your hands. Yes. Calm down, wash your hands. And I do, I do wash, and I, I, I do that, so I am not concerned okay. technically. Okay. I'm worried I'm worried about that interim between right. when I touch someone and then don't have time to wash my hands yet. And oh, then I touch oh. my face because I have allergies. Oh, <laughs> touching your so face. Oh, touching of the face. Now, <laughs> So it's all a problem. Okay, well, I think we kind of solved Shannon a little okay. bit of your issues. I, I am actually finding this whole non-touching thing to be a blessing in disguise. <laughs> this Truly, solved the problem this, for this, Holly. This, is what sol- it is. Yeah. this it solved it. <laughs> this solved the problem. Look, okay, so I do group fitness sometimes. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. You do. And uh, one of the things in these group fitness classes is, you know, to get the energy up, to get each other all excited to do burpees. Yep. They'll be like, give your neighbor a high five. They're an excessive number of high fives. You're like, these are sweaty, incredibly infectious high fives. I pretend to be winded in these classes, (laughs) so I don't have to give high fives. So I don't have to participate in that way. Holly's personal bubble is thick. It's thick. Yeah. Mm -hmm. T-H-I-C-C. Yeah, that's you right. can do the Mid-air. high five miss. <laughs> you know where you just do this, you just cross in midair and you Whoops. don't actually touch hands. Yeah. I did fist bumps a couple of weeks ago. How did that feel? That was fine, but now okay. it's not instructed. It's not even advised to give any kind of uh, touching uh, kind of thing. And this uh, is great. Uh, right. I love it. Okay. I don't. I just. I love <laughs> she's it. Like, she's I like, love it. Hallelujah. She does, 
Hallelujah. For don't, just don't yeah. touch Holly. Now what I, I need. Holly's like, you know what I need in my yeah. life? A pandemic. As oh, been, this, I is, this has I been great been for me. Waiting. <laughs> I, I'm not into touching people at all. <laughs> and now nobody wants to That's touch right. me. That's right. So, you know. Yeah. It's a win-win for me. Yeah. <laughs> that is the most fascinating take on this whole thing, Holly. I'm glad that there is a lot of positivity coming from you regarding our pandemic. I'm just saying one little kernel out of all of the things that can be very concerning out of all this is now I don't have to look like a jerk in a group <laughs> fitness class. Fair enough. I don't have yes. to look like a jerk. There I can go. just go about my day oh, and I okay. don't have to pretend that I care about your workout. Fair I enough. only care about mine. Yeah. In that setting, I only care yeah. about mine. It's right, a collateral good. benefit. Yeah, that works. <laughs> Right. I'm on board with that. Okay. We got it. You actually yeah, made me feel a little bit better about my paranoia. I'm like, well, it's helping my friend Holly. <laughs> Thank you. The doctor is in? Yes. I don't know. When we come back, stories we can't get enough of. Ooh, all right. We've got an update on this Woody Allen memoir. We'll tell you all about it after the break. Did you miss Julia's random thoughts? You can always find it on the podcast. Download or stream my talk shows wherever you find your podcasts or at my talk keyword podcast. TGIF, it's Friday's edition of the Lori and Julia show here on yes. MyTalk 1071. Everything entertainment streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Lori and Julia out today. They'll be back Monday with tales of daring do and adventure. Yes. In the meantime, I'm Holly Shannon's here. Donnie is here. And in our stories, we can't get enough of. So we just got an update on this story this afternoon. Right. And this is all about... Woody Allen. I know you probably you don't probably want to talk about Woody Allen, but here is he the managed news. to get himself back in the news. He did. He did. And then there was an uproar, as you would expect. All right. So going back to the news, I think it was announced a week or two ago uh, that Woody Allen's memoir, apropos of nothing, was scheduled for sale in the United States in April of 2020. Now this book has been written for quite some time, but now it's being published. Well, a lot of people were not happy. That Woody Allen's memoir were going to be published. Exactly. For any number of reasons, including but not limited to all of the sexual abuse allegations against Woody Allen. His uh, adopted daughter, Dylan Farrell, spoke out against the publishing of this novel and in her or not novel memoir. And one of her big issues was the fact that, hey, the publisher never contacted me. Right. To have any kind of fact checking whatsoever about my representation in this memoir. Where... Me, a person who tells my story of being sexual assaulted at the hands of Woody Allen, my story, whenever I bring it to press, has been fact-checked time and time again. Correct. She was not having it. Her brother, Ronan Farrow, said that he would no longer be working with the publisher because the publisher is a subdivision of the publisher that he works with that published Catch and Kill, his novel about the uh, Harvey Weinstein case. And... uh, in fact, yesterday there was a big walkout at Hatchet Book Group where pretty much everybody who was working there walked out on the job. In protest. Yeah. In protest. Which I find it interesting that we got this far along the train um, before there was such a hoopla. Why did they not see this coming and why were they so... It seems like the kind of project that is going to have the kind of backlash that this should not be a surprise. Right. So, it you know, even if you're like, well... Sometimes uh, negative press is better than no press. Even yeah, if you come yeah, from that position, that. Mm-hmm. from this one, 
you still would think that the publisher would go, yeah, in the long run, there's going to be more people that are going to say, I'm not buying this book and now I'm not buying any of your other books than the opposite. I don't feel like he has enough. I don't feel like Woody Allen has enough supporters that it is worth hearing his story. No, no. And it just seems like bad business to me, even if you don't agree with what's going on. Sure. And this is not the first book that Woody Allen has written about his life at all. Mm -hmm. And the fact that it's published in 2020, you know, to your point, Shannon, where is the audience for this book? Correct. Simple math. Who is going to be uh, yeah, buying I don't know, I don't know. Woody right. Allen's autobiography? I feel like people are insulted by the name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and uh, the news just broke before we went on air this afternoon that the publisher is not going to be publishing Woody Allen's memoir apropos of nothing. They said they're going to return all rights to the author. So Allen will own his autobiography again. He can shop it wherever he wants. Right. And have it published at another publishing house. And uh, they said that the decision was difficult. This is from the statement Mm. from Hatchet Book Group. They say, we take our relationships with authors very seriously and do not cancel books lightly. They say we have published and will continue to publish many challenging books. <laughs> they said as don't pub- be, don't be surprised when we make you mad again. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, what do they have sitting in the hopper oh, that, <laughs> that oh, they go, this will be the next one right. that causes a walkout. What does the publisher have sitting in a bin well, going? This is the, uh, this is our bin of things that will cause a walkout. Do they have five or six of those? Just no, I, I don't think so. Well, Shannon, <laughs> they might, because here they go on to say, as publishers, we make sure every day in our work that different voices and conflicting points of view can mm. be heard. Okay. Yeah. So that was the statement from Hatchet Book Group. They have decided not to publish Woody Allen's memoir, Apropos of Nothing. And, you know, I, I'm okay with it. I'm, is Woody I, yeah. Allen broke to the point that he can't oh, just no. sell? Well, okay, no, I'm sure so he's that not. adds. So this <laughs> is then that leads to my next question: Why didn't he self-publish like a bunch of our friends that have self-published? Yeah, just, my well, friends because, that don't have money to self-publish and still manage to self-publish because he wants somebody to pay thing. him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's not happening. He's spending his own money, but he says, "I don't want to spend my own money. I no. want somebody else to spend money publishing my autobiography." Right? Not well, here for that. And, no. and the whole. One of you know the big argument that his stepdaughter Dylan is saying is that this book is not fact checked at all. Right. Nobody reached out to me and got a statement from me about my version of Woody Allen and the accusations I have against him. You know, so what kind of credibility is this autobiography going to have anyway? Right. Like, what kind of stories are going to be told? And my thing with Woody Allen is, what if you watch any of his movies from? the past maybe 15, 20 years, how relevant is his voice and his storytelling? Right. And is it of interest to anybody? Because the man can't write dialogue for anybody in the 21st century at all. I mean, it just sounds except clunky. Himself. Well, except right. himself. But even then, it's just like, well, we've heard that. Yeah. And I, and I mean, when we were just talking about just filmmaking in general, I mean, I, I do agree with you that there are a lot of voices out there that now we are supporting and trying to get a different footprint yeah. into the industry. Right. So unless you have some sort of legacy programming that we are like, oh, this is their take on this amazing thing. Like, I can understand why we see another gangster movie and it's like, here's the whole thing. But the Woody Allen methodology is we've got it. Yeah. We've got it. We you know, it. we don't need another cookie cutter version of that. Yeah. So again, if we if we're looking at how many screens we have in America for any film that can be screened, 
are we really going to make any room for his movies? Well, I don't sure. think so. Yeah. And and then going back, if this is an autobiography of Woody Allen and he's writing about his own life it, and it hasn't been fact checked at all, there's no possibility of having any kind of insight into the way that he was making decisions. I listened no. to this podcast this morning. It's a fabulous old Hollywood podcast. You must remember this. And they were talking about the Hemingway sisters. Yes. Muriel and Margot. Mm-hmm. And Muriel was in the movie Manhattan when she was 16 years old. And his character had a sexual relationship with her at 16 years old. Now, they did point out the fact that he decided to cast Muriel in this movie as his romantic interest after watching this movie called Lipstick, where she was in the movie when she was 14 years old. I don't remember that movie, Lipstick. Yeah. Mm. Well, it's just an obscure movie, but she was 14 years old. And it's like, are you going to talk about that, Woody Allen? Right. Are you going to have any kind of insights on any of those kinds of things? Because there's going to be, what kind of truth is going to come out of it? I think sometimes we look at these things like it was different back then. And we put that in air quotes when we make things okay. And I was reading an article recently about this... uh, a reclamation of self that's going on in France. And uh, yeah. the they had there in a lot of their films where they had multiple filmmakers that did what the whole Woody Allen style. And it's oh, it's not okay anymore. So do we have to showcase it? Yeah. I don't think so. Or are you going to have any insight and be like, boy, that was not okay. Correct. Are we going to get that no, from Woody gonna, Allen? You're not going to get it. You're not going to get it. Because he thinks it was fine. Right. <sighs> he's not going to say it wasn't. Oh, looking nope. back, it was not okay. He's going to say, hey, what, was the, what was the problem? Right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we're not getting it now. Bye. Yeah. All right. When we come back, oh boy, we're going to play a little game with you. Wheel of Knowledge <laughs> with Shannon. Are you ready? It's the first time know. that Shannon's had to. Uh, yeah. yeah. Now, now we got some traffic, Donnie. Right. What's happening on the streets? 94. Did you miss Hollywood speak? You can always find it on the podcast. Download or stream my talk shows wherever you find your podcasts or at my talk keyword podcast. Even if I scandalize you, cut you down, criticize you, tell a million lies about you, what would you say? Did you love me anyway? Do you? Some fashion and royal news here on Lori and Julia here at MyTalk 1071. <laughs> We're streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Lori and Julia are out today. They'll be back Monday. I'm Holly. Miss Shannon is here. Donnie hey. is here. And we got a tale of two dresses. Yes. All right. Mm. Okay. Yes. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. These yes. clearly are only for people that have the best of times, though. Okay. <laughs> yes. Well, at least Kim Kardashian. So she's at, been at Paris Fashion Week. And page six running with the story <laughs> that if you want one of Kim Kardashian's skin tight latex looks that she's been sporting all around town, <laughs> this is concerning on several levels. But um, <laughs> yes, if you want one of these looks, they're now available for us mere mortals to purchase for up to almost thirty thousand dollars each. I'll take two. <laughs> Look at you, Doug. <laughs> Getting all into the latex now. Okay. Hey. Get a little special. Yeah. He's like, it's Friday, Holly. That's right. Oh. Mm-hmm. So uh, she was wearing um, she was wearing a latex blazer to Kanye West's Sunday service in Paris. That was $17,000. Her turtleneck bodysuit is $6,000. And if you want the leggings, it's an extra $2,700 wow. for the whole look. So it's all latex. Yeah, it's all, all latex. Oh. Yes. It's not breathing at all. No, that's what you're asking yourself in your mind. No, it is not breathing for the love. You use probably a lot of lube to get that in and out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I watched a 
how do you get into a latex outfit YouTube video so you guys didn't have to? Oh, you did? Oh, did you watch one? Yeah. Uh-huh. And? And? Is it Yeesh. difficult? Those Balmain <laughs> suits, they, that particular designer, everything is always ridiculous. And I'm always surprised because if you look at this particular, it looks very saran wrappy. Like, it doesn't, like, you know, it... it like when you get like if you order a sandwich in a deli and it has that brown paper that's a little shiny, that's what I feel like this this blazer looks oh, like. Maybe that was the inspo. <laughs> I want I you to look of. like a, a ham and cheese. Yeah, you, but I mean, other than other than this weird suit, I mean, Kim Kardashian, her face looks beautiful. She's had that perfect like overly quaffed like super gel down hair. She looks gorgeous in this weird suit. She's mm-hmm. a beautiful woman. Yes, Kim Kardashian. A noted beautiful human being. So why dress like this? So I, because you can. Because well, you that's can. yes. It does. It's just so uncomfortable. Plastic wrappy. It looks like yeah, caramel apple wrap. I, I don't know. It's oh. like, <laughs> it does. Caramel apple wrap. It's, it's like it you get like. you cut the caramel apple and some saltwater taffy. <laughs> that's right. the next inspo that she's going to be looking like next. That so, would be delicious though if it was actually like some sort of taffy creation. That would be fun. Oh, so you could eat the dress. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> but she doesn't look now. We're looking at a photograph of Kim Kardashian from Paris Fashion Week yes. on page six right now, and she doesn't look particularly happy. <laughs> Would you? Well, <laughs> that- no. <laughs> I, can't I just kind of figured that maybe that was you know they just picked the the shot of her looking uncomfortable because they didn't go Kim, hey, you know, because she she knows when the camera's on her, she just looks you know like she's walking. In this photo, I just have to say also congratulations to Kim Kardashian for wearing these latex pants mm. and nary a camel toe in sight. No, oh, that, that's, that's true. Quite the trick. Yeah, really, yeah. Donnie. I, I, from what I've heard, illusion. <laughs> but <laughs> she had on multiple latex cat suits while she was in Paris. Just it's sweaty. <laughs> but you know what? Here's the thing. I have only worn. I've never. I, I, I have a pair of latex leggings and I have some faux leather pants. I will tell you this. Once you get them on, she won't notice that she's sweating. She won't really? notice until she tries to take them off. Oh, oh. Yes. Because it's all yes. compressed. It's like when you yes. have compression clothes when you go to the gym. Right. Then you take them off. You're like, ah, look what I've done. Mm. So maybe this is just her theory because we know that she is so body conscious and she is very, uh, uh, you know, tries to make sure that she maintains that very Kardashian style shape that she has. Yes. So maybe this is part of it is that now as she's walking around. It saves her time going to the gym because she has on her compression wear and she's sweat toning with her with her legs. I love your optimism. Yeah, I really. truly Try love your help. optimism. Well, help. Well, I said made, it was a t- <laughs> made lemonade out of lemons right there. She yeah. did. Mm. They're relieving herself must be fun. Oh, oh no, you don't. <laughs> oh, Donnie, you don't. There is there. none of that happening. Well, I mean, just imagine trying to, you know. Take it off and put it back on? Yes. No, no, You no, don't. No. You, you simply you just, just don't. It. You plan yep. your hydration I see. 36 hours ahead okay. of time if you're going to be wearing something well, like Holly, that. Holly, what you should also enjoy about this whole yes. thing is the fact Cannon. that not only does it have the pants, it does include the gloves in the blazer. Ugh. So she, it's like those Dr. Evil gloves. So you never oh have to touch gosh, anybody with your like actual. Sausage. Yeah, you don't have to touch anybody with your actual body parts ever. Ugh. Look at that. Mm. It's just so sweaty, mm. though. It's yeah. just so sweaty. So what about Meghan Markle? Now, yes, a tale of two outfits, right? Yes. Yes. It was it was the best of times. It was the worst of times. You can be the judge on who's the best and who's the worst. Well, Meghan Markle, she is in London right now. Mm. She's going about wrapping up her senior royal duties. And one of the outfits that she wore 
was only $55, at least the top. It was mm-hmm. from Topshop. She's it. looking fabulous. She yeah. wore this outfit when she paid a visit to the National Theater. And then she also wore a skirt that was worth $1,000. <laughs> well, okay. So yeah, she's right. doing a little high. Balance and equity. A little, a little balance. Yeah. Now, Shannon, you made this comment <laughs> during the break that you she's wearing pretty basic pieces yes. in her outing. So last night, and we talked a little bit about Meghan Markle's outfit uh, that she wore last night in London on the Lori and Julia show yesterday because the photos broke during the show. But she was wearing a beautiful turquoise sheath dress that was worth about twelve hundred dollars. It was from Victoria Beckham. OK. And you were like, what? It just looks That's- like the same things I would get at TJ Maxx. Yeah. It's a very basic <laughs> and tailory looking outfit most of the time. She's wearing Manola Blahnik shoes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> really? Okay. Yeah. But I mean, I do think it's, I, I enjoy observing fashion. So I like watching all of the style shows and I have friends that are very accomplished designers and I like watching them make things and the, the, the pageantry of it. Yeah. Am I going to be that person? No. <laughs> no. No. Am I ever really envious? Like, oh, I can't wait to get. I'm just not a label lady. That's just not what I do. So, yeah. but I do enjoy watching the pageantry. And so that's probably why I enjoy Kim Kardashian, because she, to me, is the fantasy of fashion. Totally. Like, when her husband came out with those really boring, like, monochromatic jumpsuits, all his stuff, I don't like any of his stuff, (laughs) because that defeats the purpose when I want to watch one of these shows. Right. I want it to be insane. And I'm like, oh, this is, I went down a rabbit hole, and this is what Alice in Wonderland clothes. I want it to be, like, amazing. So at least when I look at Kim Kardashian, I'm like, that is amazing. You can't, it's completely impractical. You (laughs) don't want to evening kanye's holy mushroom colored no, sweatshirt no not no, into not that at all, all. well not. we're gonna get plenty of royal fashion because uh megan is going to be t- attending tomorrow the Mountbatten festival of music at the royal albert hall and then she's going to be joining the royal family for commonwealth day on monday i mean you're just gonna get a fashion 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 fashion, fashion darling a little other royal news that's breaking this afternoon will not necessarily breaking oh i just love just love this. Princess Margaret's Lady in Waiting has a new book out. It's called Lady in Waiting, My Extraordinary Life in the Shadows of the Crown. And this woman, she's 87 years old. Well. Her name is Lady Anne Glen Connor, and she is not here for any oh. of us. Oh, she's wow. not here. She has some opinions about the crown over on Netflix. Oh, so she's watched it. So she's watched it. Oh. And she has opinions. Oh, does she? On the two actresses, Vanessa Kirby and Helena Bonham Carter, who yes. have played her BFF, Princess Margaret, on which one she likes better. Lady Anne says, she, Oh, that's easy. Yeah. I didn't like the first one at all. Oh, well. She didn't like Vanessa Kirby? She was too tall. Oh, well, goodness. Tall. Oh, and that's oh. it. That's where she drew the line. Okay. That's where she drew mm. the line. She also. Called the crown in general ridiculous. She's like, What's your point? Yeah. She said at the beginning it was really good and people enjoyed it, but it's ridiculous in season three. Well, goodness. I'm glad she made it through all the seasons. I know. Mm -hmm. I mean, it seems like she probably has a minute or two. Probably. (laughs) Probably. Lady in waiting with a really long title of her book. Yes. Yes. She's still waiting. Tickety talk. All right. Yeah. And then finally, let's uh, just uh, round out the Royal Roundup with Will and Kate. They're out there giving it the old college try in Ireland. And Kate Middleton is wearing a lovely wardrobe of green, being very literal.
<laughs> doing her own royal cosplay. Mm-hmm. What else are you going to wear in Ireland? Yeah, green. All the green. <laughs> right. Is it, is it a Kelly green or what? Kind of? Oh, I don't know. Okay, just. <laughs> but she looks good. Okay. All right. When just we come basic. back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. When we come back. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples. There are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays, and Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy Five or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone.